Five stars and a great review on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, and click subscribe on your way out. As always, there's a link in the description of this podcast that says click here to leave us a voicemail. Anything you want to say, any questions, any comments, any new music you want us to check out, that's the place to hit us. We will respond to you the very next week. Check out the website countryandcoldcans.com for blog content merch. All right, fellas, uh, let's kind of introduce the listeners to a segment that is new but also not kind of new we as everybody who's a regular listener knows we we like to do the song roundups of some new to newish songs of things that we like things that either we we hate it talk about it a little bit this week we're doing that but with a twist instead of one of the three of us picking six songs putting it on a playlist and then we all uh kind of giving our thoughts on it we all decided to split it up and pick two songs a piece uh andy picked two i picked two kyle picked two we're going to uh, start with Andy, go to Kyle, then to me, uh, go through each two and talk about, you know, why we picked it, if we liked it, if we hated it, and uh, in, and kind of give our thoughts on it from there. Uh, so anything y'all want to talk about before we jump in? You can tell by the order that we're going in that we didn't use the wheel. That's right. <laughs> Andy knows. Yep. <laughs> it's always rigged. It's Who never been it? rigged. It's always rigged. You know it's rigged. I mean? It's rigged. Election it's a is, stolen wheel. It's a stolen wheel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we don't need the wheel for this. But anyways, uh, Andy, so yeah, if you want to, we'll start off with Andy. Uh, his first song is from Logan Ryan Band <laughs> called Sandwa Nona. She said I found me But I'm later and she treats me fine Found an okay tent with the four on the floor Like the one that my daddy used to drive before Like to take it on trips with the windows down It makes me feel like it's still around I think I like it here now Way out west of town Found a place that'll love the best So baby, up here Baby, if you wanna sign All right, Andy. First thing that caught my attention, it was the name Winona being in the song title. I like that name, possibly because justified. of Justified. <laughs> yeah, it's probably where it came from. But, uh, I and then second, I love the way this song sounds all the way throughout. I love the sound of it. I like how it is just a straight up story. That it's not necessarily, you know, the whole song is full blown story, not like a song story. It's short story type deal, which I love. And I like also how the uh, the way the letter sign changes throughout the song goes from sign, uh, love Winona to was it take care, be well, Winona when she leaves. Love that. Like the fact that she leaves him because sad songs, obviously. And I like, what is it called? You know where people sing and they'll like break it up and it's the at the end where it's why, why, Nona? I like how that's almost that double where people take the first part of a word. Is that what that's called? No, nah, it's not alliteration, but I know what you're talking about. Oh. 
where they do that, but with the Y Y Nona, it works where it, the word and the name. I like that. So you were saying all like around, mixing the words, right? Yeah, where they take, I, you know, where because uh, it would be alliteration if you're talking if they said Y Y Nona with it being like W I W I or W Y W I. Yeah, is that whoa, is that whoa. what an alliteration is? Like two yeah. words in a row. Whoa, whoa. That's alliteration. But, so Kyle would be right on that. But That's instead right. of being W-Y-Y Nona, it's W-H-Y-Y Nona. Yeah, yeah. I love how that double deal there works on that, which I thought was very tasteful. I liked this song a lot. When you sent it to me, I, I've seen the name Logan Ryan Band a couple times. I, I haven't listened a lot, but um, this was probably the first full song I've heard from uh, Logan Ryan, plus, you know, killer name. Yeah, yeah. Sure. I wonder why. <laughs> I was wondering if y'all were gonna catch that. <laughs> but that's signed Love Winona uh by Logan Ryan Band. All right, Andy, what's your next one? Don't we all buy uh LL Langley? Oh, that's fantastic. Dogs live forever, don't we all? You got that right, Ella Langley. Andy, why you pick it? I, uh, I, we brushed over this album. This album came out in May, and I did not listen to this song back then. I've heard this for the first time like two weeks ago because it has acoustic behind it, which I generally <laughs> skip. So I didn't listen to it because of that. For starters on it, it shouldn't have acoustic behind it. It should just be drop the acoustic part of that and on the, uh, where you left me that it doesn't make sense to me on I would have listened to it if it didn't have that and I wouldn't have thought twice about it and I love the way this sounds the, like the guitar and her voice in this just chef's kiss on the sound of it the way they they mesh together and I, I love the way the song's written on the uh about like your everyday problems that everybody has and it's like we wish it was this wasn't like this but don't we all? It's kind of, you know, we're all going through the same issues type deal. Yeah, I like this one a lot, too. Uh, like I said, I'm a sucker for any time people mention dogs. I know it's the cliche when people make fun of country music, but when like it's like in the Riley Green song, uh, I wish grandpa's never died. And this song when they talk about, you know, your dog and not want your dog to get gray and old and want your dog to live forever. I'm a sucker for that. But I, I like this song a lot too. Like you said, the the acoustic stuff kind of turned kept you away from it, but I'm glad you came back to it. Because I had forgotten about this song until you sent it to us. This is really hey, good. And song. I like too, I love the way instead of like she says that I wish hearts didn't break. She's like, uh I wish hearts stayed together. I love that mm-hmm. subtle difference in phrasing. And see, that could be kind of a, a double thing, too, is like instead of just your own singular heart not being broken, but also two hearts, you know, in a relationship, yeah. instead of them breaking apart and breaking up, two hearts stay together. I like that. I piece did. Of Think writing. about that. I love different phrasings of mm-hmm. word of wording. Yeah. She's um, fantastic. No, does she do the. upbeat, more rocky sound. It's song she did with Coetzel. Uh, but she also does slow. Fantastic. She has a little bit of that twang 
that it's me, you know, where, where it hurts, you know, touches my soul. <clears throat> she has a few songs on this album that just, I, yeah, songs, this album's fantastic. Could have been her, one of my favorite songs in the whole record. And when you sent it to us, I was slightly mad because I'm like, damn it, I should have picked that because I forgot this album came out this year. But yeah. One of the things I really liked about this song was the way she sings it. Uh, oh yeah, the, absolutely. Like the, yeah. the tone and way the and how she sings it. Instead of it being like a longing song, like you get with a lot of sad songs, there's almost like this kind of cavalier attitude about it. Um, when you get to the hook of the chorus, to where yeah, she lists all these things that we all wish could happen, and then she kind of looks, and especially like if you look at music videos, she looks and she's like, "But don't we all?" It's kind of like very flippantly. Whereas, like, you know, it's kind of showing that that tougher exterior, uh, but you're yeah. seeing the cracks in it a little bit. I appreciate yep. that instead of it just always being kind of a sad song, being kind of longing, even though I do love those songs. It, that was kind of different. It doesn't yeah. sound like an acoustic song either. It just sounds like a stripped back song, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, it's <laughs> Don't We All, L.O. Langley. All right, Fantastic. Kyle. Throwing it over to you. Uh, you said your first one was Randall King uh, with one okay. of his new songs. Yeah, so whatever we want to call this, uh, he calls it a single. It's five songs. So the fuck if I know what the nomenclature is anymore. Just an A side, B side. You got yeah. A side, B side, C side, D side, E side. Yeah, it's a multiple choice question at this point. And All of the yeah, I don't, who knows? Um, I'm a little lost. I don't get. God, it's just infuri- it infuriates me. We've had. Yeah, this- you said that someone needs to name a EP with five songs, multiple choice question. Yeah, that'd be fantastic. Well, I mean, LP, EP. I don't. I God, it, I'm so annoyed. Um, we've had this discussion private on what we want. How the streaming era has, or what it has done to music. Whatever. Anyway, um, I think it was 2022. Was his last album, and he was one of my album of the years. I think he's second place, if I remember correctly. Um, <clears throat> he does the neo traditional country sound absolutely fantastic, and he's probably one of the few that does it anymore. We're not trying to roll out a single, you know, for the hits on radio. His voice is just God. It. I feel like it's 1997 every time he sings. And I'm a sucker for it. But on top of that, you know, his music is it's not it's not it's not a Zach Bryan record, but there's a little bit of story to it. And maybe it's a little cliche, a lot of his topics, but it's not so cliche that it's like uh head turning. I mean, that's the thing about classic country. The classic country is inherently sometimes cliche, but that's the beauty of it. But it's a balancing act where, like, you're not you're not trying to be like so cliche. Where like it's like, not like eh. road country cliche, where it's just like right, checked yeah. off the list of Dixie cups, Daisy Dukes, and tailgates. Exactly, and, but you're still hitting those core themes. And if it ain't broke, don't fix it. And Randall King is right in that lane where it certainly ain't broke. So we're just going to keep on keeping on. That's right. Here's Hang of Hanging On. What I'm holding. 
I mean, just gosh, I feel like it's 1997. <laughs> the, the, the nostalgia chord he touches is unmatched. So I'm a sucker. Hook, line, and sinker. I love, like you said, the vocal on this, the classic country melody. The This is something that country, classic country has always done. And I, one of the things I think I find very charming about classic country and neo-traditional country is like the, the hook of the song at the beginning and the end of the uh, chorus being hang of hanging on. Yeah, just exactly. Kind of like how it, it takes one word and kind of flows into the other. It's the same word, but used in a different way. Um, I, it's just classic country. It's neo-traditional, like you said, that just it, it's right there on the bullseye for things that you and I grew up listening to. Yeah, and the part, what I love most about Randall King is you can throw him in a custom-made playlist with Brooks and Dunn, Garth Brooks, George Strait, and for somebody who doesn't know who Randall King is, they'll never notice the difference. I mean, it's just, it just flows perfectly, and it's... Oh, when you're in the, when, correct about that. When you're in that mood, man, it just chef's kiss. I mean, there he, in my opinion, he's the only one really touching that vein currently in the quasi-mainstream independent realm. He, he's a little bit of both, but being that hardcore with it, at, like in the kind of like mainstream consciousness, I can agree with that. Yeah, I mean, there he, there are plenty of artists out there that are new traditional, but like you're right, like in the like you, you think of like someone like John Party, right? Who touches yes. it sometimes, but not always. Yeah, I mean, you you really can't tell the difference between him, Keith Whitley, Brooks and Dunn. As I said, it it just flows, and his voice it just it, like I said, I just feel like I'm in every time I listen to any of his music. It's like 1997, country radio, and. I'm a sucker for it. I admit I'm biased. When that came up my release radar, I was like, Kyle's gonna love this song. He's like, he's like, <laughs> yeah, that's a that's a Kyle ass song. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean the whole the whole the whole EP is, but the ones that I don't think are his quasi radio hits because my baby and boots, I think, is the radio hit on the on the whatever the fuck we're calling this five song LP EP single, whatever it is, is not is not anywhere near the best the record the so far five songs hang of hanging on and the one you're waiting on to that love more than any other song on the record and nice. i'm i'm really excited <laughs> i'm really excited yeah for that in the album because i loved his last album i mean just loved it that's hang of hanging on randall king and then speaking of people who keep it in the mainstream with a very country sound your next guy uh, put out a new record this past Friday. Which one did you pick from Mr. Riley Green? Damn good time to leave. Great 
the lyric video has him hitting golf balls on the golf course. And I think that's awesome. Kyle, yeah. why'd you pick this one? So the, in fact, the only reason I really love this song, it's my favorite Keystone. song on the record. <laughs> yeah. Like Keystone smooth, like Keystone. No. Um, what I love about this song compared to any other the other songs on the record, I'm a little eh on the record as a whole, but this one song in particular reminds me so much of an old school Eric Church song. Reminds me of a, a Sinners Like Me record. The, every aspect of it. I'm just like, wow, I could see this song come out in 2009 on an Eric Church record. And as I've said plenty of times, I long long for the old school air church and this is about the closest thing i think i've got to that and was it now 13, 14 going on 15 years this is the closest thing i've ever heard to it thomas rich actually Tom, very similar to heart on fire though from his newest record air church's newest record yeah I, I was more in line with the instrumental aspect with the but the, uh, like, i'm talking about the instrumental like this is like that's kind of country I, rock kind of rolling along. I, I can't see keep you there. This new thing. I can't keep up with this new stuff. The all blends together. The heart, the and. <laughs> I can't keep up. But yeah, I mean, it just it just gave me old school air church vibes. It was the one song that stood out on the whole record. I was like, mm, mm, I'm down with this. So we do need to talk about that record because I have probably more positive things to say than you do about the album as a whole. But this song in particular, I'm right there with you on what you said about it. I was listening to this song driving down the road yeah, and it just got the blood pumping. I exactly, had to look at my speedometer yeah. to make sure I wasn't speeding when it was going exactly, because yeah. it's one of those songs that it's, it's in, it's almost kind of like when you think about the idea of the song uh, being similar also to like cold one by Eric church, yeah. where the, the girl walks out on you and she leaves and she thinks, or even like <laughs> when it rains, it pours by Luke Combs. Yeah. I love songs like that to where uh, instead of you being heartbroken and downtrodden because the, the old lady left instead, you know, you're like, you know what? It's actually it. It might be uh, <laughs> yeah, addition by subtraction. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you left yeah. me here. It's sunny. Uh, I've got a cooler full of Keystone. I'm going to go to the golf course and maybe fish. <laughs> this uh, the line in the verse, Kyle, that cracked me up was like, "How am I going to watch the big game without sitting here having to listen to you complain?" <laughs> yeah, God, I love that line, man. It's just, oh, God. I mean, it, yeah, it reminded me. Gosh, I love the song from top to bottom. I'm not probably as hot as you are on the whole Amazon, but this one song, man, it just it tickled an old funny bone. It reminded me this of song's old, a banger. Yeah, it reminded me of, of an old Chief slash Sinners Like Me out uh, single, and it just it t- it scratched that old itch. That's I perfect. thought, yep, go ahead. Yeah, the, uh, the uh, like what you said about the big game line. I was listening to this song uh, Saturday coming into Tuscaloosa. You see all the Tennessee orange flags coming into town, and I was like, eh, it's pretty fitting for today. <laughs> yeah. I got jobbed, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I was right there with you on this song. This one was, uh, uh, as the kids say, it's a banger. Uh, yeah. That's Riley Green. Certified banger, twanger. <laughs> slapper. <laughs> what, what did, uh, what did uh, BJ say? Uh, slapper, banger, and certified twanger. That's right. Yep. Slapper, banger, and certified twanger. <laughs> 
All right, so my songs. The first one I'm going with, and shocker, shocker, I went with a couple of uh, uh, bummer jams that'll get you in your feels. Uh, the first one's by Morgan Wade. If the Her record, How We Haven't Talked About It Yet on the show, I don't know. That's something we need to have planned here soon, but the one off that album in particular called Phantom Feelings. So this song is right up my alley and and uh subject matter. I actually really like the on this song in particular, the kind of more pop leaning production she chose mm-hmm. for it. That whole record in a way, and like we'll get into that maybe on a later episode, but she kind of went a little bit more in that direction on this time around. But it really works on this. Um I think she wrote this with uh one of the a pop star Julia Michaels, I think it was. Uh was a <laughs> yeah so they, they co-wrote this together but this was one of the first ones i heard acoustically from the album before it dropped and i knew immediately hearing it acoustic i was like oh yeah this is gonna be a song i really really like from psychopath but the general premise of the song you know you're kind of looking back uh on a past relationship that you yourself may not be over but the other person has moved on and just kind of thinking about the things you did uh but the, then you're kind of get you're down at a bar and they're not there anymore. But the chorus is where I think it all kind of ties together. Um, where it says, we're said, we said we're uh, said and done. Now you're moving across the country. You found someone. I'm still accepting that it's not me. All our words we've ever said are bouncing off the ceiling. I'm trying not to, but I still have phantom feelings. Like Kind of like how when people lose a limb, they sometimes have yep. phantom pain. Mm-hmm. I love that 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 songwriting uh, on this. Instead of phantom pain with a lost limb, you lose someone in your life and you have those phantom feelings that it may not be there all the time, but sometimes it just comes back. And I, that was right right down the <laughs> my alley with what tickle I like. the so, old funny bone. Yeah, tickle the old funny bone, as Kyle said earlier, but... Phantom Feelings was a standout track from Psychopath, in my view. I can't believe we haven't covered that album yet. So we end. Yeah, I think we had it on the schedule, and then we had uh, scheduling conflicts that arose, and and Zach Bryan they got, got pushed off. She was she was the weekend that Zach Bryan dropped, yeah. and somebody else. And Turnpike. Right? So Turnpike, honestly, yeah. I think yep. that we had planned on covering Turnpike, Zach Bryan, and her all in one episode. And then we realized when we started, that wasn't going to fly time wise. Yeah, so yeah. we cut but, the Morgan Wade album because the Turnpike and Zach Bryan records were just huge. Mm-hmm. I think we were going to do it the week after and then something else came up kind of big happened. Yeah. So we've got two, we need to cover Riley green and Morgan Wade that we got to get to, but um, yeah, Phantom feelings standout track on psychopath. The pop sound has grown on me on this album. Yeah. It took some, uh acclimating acclimating well that's one thing i've always kind of i've learned by us kind of doing this podcast over the years has been it's not that we don't like pop music we just don't like shitty pop music when pop music is done a little bit more organically and it's done well i think we all kind of like it more than we would have admitted five years ago yeah yeah Uh, yeah it's fair but that's my first pick. Is, yeah. Go ahead. 
No, I'll say her last album had a little bit of that pop flair to it. It did. Andy's and favorite song it. from it. And we last loved cigarette. it. Yeah, we loved it. I love that song. <laughs> That's probably not my favorite off that album, but it's up there. Yeah, it's a good song. But so that's my first pick, Phantom Feelings by Morgan Wade. Now, kind of bringing it back to <clears throat> Riley Green, because his album just came out uh, last week. Uh, the last track on the album is similar in subject matter to Phantom Feelings, and I, and I really, really liked it. It's been one of the ones I kept coming back to, and it's called Ain't My Damn to Give. Drive them come back miles Back to me if I could if I could find a will and want to for you, girl, you know I would. If I could change your made-up mind, if I could put words on your lips, I'd say I still do for you just like I did. But that ain't my damn gift. Everything for, about this album uh this album this song in particular production wise i loved it from the mm-hmm. the it, it, it's very organic the harmonica mm-hmm. it, i think i thought it fit the melody of the song well um this one was again one of my favorites off this record but similar premise to phantom feelings where you know the singer in this case riley green is sitting there and he's almost singing to or about a former girlfriend uh that was in his life and it's like the song opening is like if the sky was mine and I own the stars I'd shoot one over wherever you are just to make you think of me tonight and then it just kind of continues with stanzas like that in the verses like if I had control of the radio I'd play this song just to let you know that you're still on my mind but then it gets into the chorus where I think it kind of nails it home I drive them come back miles back to me if I could if I if I could find the will or this is the part I really like right here if I could find the will or want to for you, girl, you know, I would, because that's he he finds a way to say you you a, a way that I haven't heard before. You can't make someone love you. You can't make someone fall in love with you. You can't make someone stay. But he did it in a way that I think fits a country song very well, where I would still do for you just like I did. But you know what? It ain't my damn to give because that girl does not give a damn at this point. Like yeah. he still does, but she doesn't. And it ain't mm-hmm. my damn to give. I really, really liked that that hook in this song. Um, so uh, everything about this song, I was a big fan of. Uh, production wise, the vocal, the the melody, and the songwriting, I thought was one of uh, this was one of the the one example of Riley Green being a little bit better in the songwriting side. Yep. And sometimes we get with I know it was very popular, but like, and I know it was a big hit for him. But like, I wish Grandpa's never died versus Ain't My Damn to Give. Ain't My Damn to Give is a lot better. My issue with this song is actually the ain't my damn to give for some reason in my brain does not process correctly. And every time I hear him (laughs) say that, it's like, huh? And then I got to think about it for a minute and then it makes sense. But it's every single time I listen to it, it's huh? Like it just, (laughs) I I like it. Like I, I love that phrase of it, but it just doesn't register right away. And it may, it's just too much thinking to listen to this song. <laughs> He's like, I thought this was Riley green, not Jason Isbell. I didn't know. I, I know, to that's, think this much. Yeah. <laughs> that's I, when I started, when I was, before I said that out loud, I was about to say, it's like, huh, I must be really dumb to be getting outsmarted by Riley green songwriting. Cause Riley does a, a astute job of writing songs that are easily digestible by a mainstream yeah. audience. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, was, yeah. I wanted to clarify because it's not Andy calling Riley Green yeah. dumb. <laughs> I love Riley his songs Green. are just easily digestible by mainstream. But audience. he's never in no instance is it ever I listen to Riley Green songs like, oh, I'm gonna really have to think about this one. <laughs> yeah, most of we can figure it out. It's on the uh, first listen, um, shit, the last EP put out two of the songs are the really almost identical. <laughs> Uh, if it wasn't for trucks and something else, if, if it wasn't for boots, yeah, yeah, I mean they were almost identical. It, and that's you know, eh. that's something we should dive into when we cover this record because I have some thoughts on all of that. Um, that I've been aggregating about Riley Green's new record, but also just about Riley Green because at this point we have a, what three records since he signed a major label deal. We kind of have enough data, so to speak, to kind of speak to what lane he's running in in the mainstream. But yeah. I'm not- mistaken it's only two albums i have to look that up i looked this up the other day it's surprisingly far as like albums like full albums not as many as you would think for as much eps as he's put out no it's been three ain't my last rodeo behind the bar and different around here yeah three but it seems like it should be more than that but yeah so i mean that that is our uh Song Roundup with a twist this week. Let us know, you know, if you want to tweet at us, DM us, leave us a voicemail. Do you like this format better? Or do you like when we just pick six songs and go through it, uh, where it's just one person picking them? Uh, we'd love to hear from you. There's a link in the description of this podcast. that says click here to leave us a voicemail. That's the place to do it. Uh, give us five stars, great review. Follow us on uh, Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, all those things. We're on there. And uh, you know what? For this episode of Country and Cold Cans, I'm Logan. Sitting here with Trucker Andy and Kyle. See you next time. Take care, guys.